1: if you're ready to maximize your masculinity today, go to chalk.choq.com and use promo code BEN for a massive discount on any chalk subscription for life. choq.com, code BEN, limited time offer. Subscription is cancelable at any time. chalk.com. So there are two very different types of leaders that we are looking at in this country right now. There are leaders that are siding with freedom and there are leaders that are siding with total anarchy. There are leaders that are saying, you don't have rights as American citizens, and there are leaders that have decided that we are going to protect and defend your rights. Now, there are some leaders that are also just babbling right now, babbling in a way that is embarrassing and babbling in a way that is concerning. And if you have not heard the latest, the world has, whether you like it or not. The world now is very clearly shocked by the cognitive decline of a man by the name of President Joe Biden, coughing and mumbling and slurring words during a speech on democracy of all things, making up new terms for the LGBTQ community, adding L on the end. No one knows why. Why is this happening and why is the media not covering it is a question we should all be asking. It's because they're terrified that if we actually know just how bad things are with Joe Biden, that we will start to freak out and that the Democratic Party will be forced to do something to get this guy out of office. Now, the rest of the world is witnessing and watching this. This is exactly why leaders are trying to size up this president. They're trying to size him up to see, is he going to stop anything? Does he even know what's going on? Does he have any clue what's really even happening? Now, while this is happening, we're also seeing Bill Back Better being forced down our throats. Jensaki saying the Congressional Budget Office score on the Biden agenda is a, quote, fake score on a bill that doesn't exist, even though it is a real score. Trying to just lie to the American people. That's her best defense, I guess, about taking trillions of your dollars and spending them on pretty much anything that the left decides to spend it on, not what's best for you. Now, in an attempt for what they're referring to at the White House as environmental justice, Biden attacked American, America's energy independence, and it's now crippling Americans. Now, this was all done by the Biden administration in an attempt to, quote, stop environmental injustice and implement environmental justice. Gas prices now are up average 55%. It's costing you on average this winter at least $1,500 more to heat your home. Some are calling it a Biden heat tax. Over 11,000 jobs in the energy sector have been killed in the U.S. alone. And we are now paying the highest gas prices since Obama left office. But according to Biden, this is, quote, just fairness. Now let's go back to his babbling. My producers put together a quick montage for you of Biden coughing, mumbling, slurring his words during a speech, which he's actually reading off a teleprompter. Imagine if the teleprompter wasn't there, how bad this would have been. Take a listen.
2: <clears throat> By outside pressure from out uh, from autocrats not not not, not to uh, assert that any one of our democracies is perfect. investing in our own democratic our, our own democracy, supporting our our partners we pursued we pursued a broad-based agenda, a true active consensus between Democrats and Republicans and our country and soon and soon I hope I hope to Signing the law, a, a bill we call the Build Back Better Plan, provide baselines for assessing the accessing the ballot box, and just evaporates confidence that the people must need to have in their government. And today, I'm proud to launch the Presidential Initiative for Democratic Renewal, which will focus efforts across diplomacy, across our diplomacy and foreign assistance programs to bolster democratic resilience and human rights, and globally we're going to launch new programs to help connect anti-corruption anti-corruption activities empowering the LGBTQ+ community plus community working or and, and work organizations and we will stand up to we're, we're going to stand up to rapid response cross-cutting initiatives and the partnership for democracy for, for for democracy program i'm so looking forward to a productive session and <clears throat> discussions that we'll have, a, we'll have over the next two days Mr. president uh Thank you so much for kicking off the the summit of democracy.
1: That is just from one speech, one speech. One speech only about democracy on a teleprompter. The most controlled way you can give a speech is the president off a teleprompter. Just read it, Joe. So all you got to do is read it. Just read it. And he couldn't even do it. Now, the rest of the world is talking about that speech because it was a speech that the world was looking at because it dealt with democracy. And the rest of the world is asking what is going on with Joe Biden and the cognitive decline of Joe Biden. Now, it's very clear that something's not right. Why is the media covering for him? Why aren't they asking questions? You remember when they demanded that a guy by the name of Donald Trump take a cognitive test? Do you remember that when they said he thought he was unhinged? Can you believe this guy? He's erratic. He's getting angry. Remember all that crap? Remember when that was happening? And they demanded it, and guess what? Donald Trump's okay, I'll take a cognitive test. Watch this, and I'll ace it. This is the way the media was slandering him. Now, that you have a real cognitive issue right here. You have a real, 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 real issue right now. A significant issue. And the media is just completely looking the other way, not covering this at all. Now, while all this is happening, the Democrats are trying to push something that's going to cost you a lot of money. Build back better, they call it. Offer people free money and they should become your biggest fans, right? That is the game plan from this Biden administration. Well, not really, as it turns out. President Biden's legislative strategy this year was to include some temporary new benefits in the big COVID relief bill Democrats passed in March. Then count on them becoming so popular that voters would demand that they extended this indefinitely. That's what the Build Back Better legislation that Democrats hope to pass by the end of the year is Part two of that strategy with extensions of a new child tax credit and health care subsidies among the bill's major elements. Yet voters are rejecting it. They're not enthused at all because they're seeing what happens when you turn a country into a lazy country where people are solely dependent on the government. In fact, just 41 percent of respondents in a recent NPR poll, NPR, that's not conservative, said that they support the Build Back Better legislation. 34% oppose it, 25% say they don't really know yet. Now support for the quote bipartisan infrastructure bill Biden signed in November was 56% and then they realize wow it's not really doing anything good for the economy. That's a 15 point gap in support and is the difference between legislative action that Americans want and Congress passing it and legislation that they don't want. One obvious problem with the Build Back Better America bill is Americans don't know what to do with it. And they they don't even know what it will do. Congress, by the way, doesn't know either. The bill has changed so many times that the Senate is unlikely to pass the version of the House bill approved in November. Benefits such as the child tax credits, which now include payments sent directly to millions of families each month, each month, you'll get checks. This is called buying votes. We're supposed to make such legislation tangible to voters, and it doesn't appear to have worked. Why? Because people are realizing that when you have a lazy society, then society breaks down. Businesses, small businesses, can't find workers. They're angry because they know this is 100 percent because the Biden administration sending out a whole lot of free money. And it's not really free. We borrowed the money, and now we're going to have to pay it back one day, and the taxpayers are going to be the hookup for it. But Joe Biden will already be dead, and many of the Democrats and Republicans that vote for this will be dead because of old age before you have to pay it back. They don't care they're bankrupting this country because they are just going to get reelected. They're fundamentally changed the way that we operate in this country. Now, you might think that most people would notice and appreciate random money, right, that materializes in their bank account each month or checks that arrive in the mailbox. Not so much. The Treasury Department says checks have gone to roughly 60 million families, but the NPR poll found that just 59% of families eligible for the benefits were even getting it. Of those, just 15% said the payments helped a lot, while 64% said they helped a little. It's possible some families are getting the payments via direct deposit and actually don't even realize it. So now they're maybe thinking about sending out the checks so people will be addicted to the checks and they'll run out to their mailbox like it's a treat for a dog. Now, this matters because Democrats hope that the larger tax credit would generate a groundswell of voter support that would get the BBB bill, all right, bill back better bill over the finish line by the end of 2021. The March relief bill. Established the expanded benefit for six more months starting in July. So it ends this month and they thought, well, that'll be perfect. People will be so addicted to this. They'll want to get that money and they'll continue to want to get that money and we'll get enough support for this. And then, bam, we will own them like modern day slaves. So why is it not working? Well, instead of rallying around this new bill, voters are concerned They're concerned because the bill also includes green energy investments that they don't understand. Preschool subsidies that they don't think we need housing support, which is clearly going to people to buy their votes. Immigration changes, tax hikes. Ah, I just said tax hikes and other things that make the whole package seem, well, just odd, strange, unorganized, kind of crazy.
0: how lucky we were to have you guys. This has been brought to you by the fully electric Hyundai Ionic five new episode out. Now you can listen wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Two thirds of Americans are at risk of experiencing a blackout. You could be one of them sitting in the dark and cold for hours for days. Over one hundred and fifty thousand Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. So go to four, that's the number four, Patriots.com slash Ben to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. So right now, go to fourpatriots.com slash Ben. That's the number four, Patriots.com slash Ben. Now, NBC's Chuck Todd. On Biden's new low approval rating, he has a new theory of why things aren't going so well. This is not a spoof from Saturday Night Live. This is actual commentary. Listen. And we are
2: back. Uh, It seems as if there's nothing the White House can do to improve their political standing these days. It does feel like every week there's another poll. It's a new bottom. It's a new this. And some of it is out of their control. Mark Murray and I were having a discussion his two big promises were to get COVID behind us and to get rid of Donald Trump. COVID's not behind us and Donald Trump's still lurking. It's not his fault, but is that why we're in this no man's land here for him?
1: It- yes, that's why we're in the no man's land, folks. That's apparently it. We just summed it up that simply. There's something the White House. There's not, there's not really anything the White House can do to improve their political standing these days. It does feel like every week there's another poll and... It's a new bottom, and it's a new this, and some of that is out of their control. His two biggest promises were get COVID behind us and get rid of Donald Trump, and COVID's not behind us, and Donald Trump's still lurking. So we're now blaming COVID for the demise of Joe Biden. Not his his slurring of his words, not his I-can't-put-together-coherent sentences, not the fact that he's clearly not running the country. Let me give an example of some of the headlines from outside the U.S., Biden's Build Back Better plan could double the cost of child care and act as up to a $30,000 tax on middle-class families, a new study finds. The new program would act like a $20,000 to $30,000 annual tax on middle-income families. Yeah, President Biden's Build Back Better America bill contains provisions to make child care more affordable, quote-unquote, but could have the opposite effect for the middle class in America, this new study confirms. Not only did they say this new program would act like a twenty to thirty thousand dollar annual tax on middle income families, but they also said it's going to put us into massive debt, continuing to hurt the issue of inflation. Analysts estimate that by removing financial incentive, incentives to low cost care and increasing regulations, the cost of daycare for middle American families would surge 102 to 122 percent. When the government gets involved with the Build Back Better plan for a family with an infant and a four year old, he said the bill would slap them with an additional twenty seven thousand for care unless they qualify for the Build Back Better low income subsidies, which, again, is about buying votes. The bill has a number of provisions they say could increase costs as well. First, it requires child care providers to be paid, quote, a living wage which would be the equivalent to the wages for elementary school educators with similar credentials and experience. That's what's actually in the bill. Mulligan estimates that the living wage provisions would be responsible for 80% of the increase in child care costs immediately. Elementary school teachers earn an average of $63,930 nationwide, while child care workers earn on average about $25,500. That according to the figures from the Bureau of Labor Statistics. If you use those benchmarks, child care facilities would need to pay each worker 151% more than they're paying them right now. Child care workers perhaps would be required to hold master's degrees or be represented by unions that could otherwise limit supply as they do with kindergarten teachers, the study also warns. The bill would also cap by statute. Child care expenses for millions of families, thus reducing the incentive to offer prices below the federal cap because the subsidies from the federal government would kick in. What are you gonna have? A whole lot of childcare facilities open up because the government will be paying the bill and parents won't have to parent as much. They can just drop their kids off. State programs would also rate caregivers based on quality, promoting facilities to bring on more staff. Implement educational requirements and other regulations in exchange for the state resources and the funds. But what if you don't qualify based on the new minimums set in the Build Back Better America plan? You would have to pay 20 to 30 thousand dollars more for your child care. Providers would also need to bloat their administrative teams to process paperwork and comply with the new rules and the new regulations of the federal government for the subsidies. Meanwhile, church-based child care facilities would not be eligible for any of the federal grants because we want to attack religion. Church-based child care has a natural cost advantage as it utilizes space that would otherwise sit empty all week. And the federal government said, good luck, you're on your own. According to the bill, if a family earns less than 75% of their state's medium income for their size family, their child care bill would be wholly covered by the taxpayers. This is buying votes. This is bribery, folks, and they put it in a bill. If a family makes 100% of their state's median income, their child care costs are capped at 2% of income. For families making 125%, costs are capped at 4% of their income. For those making 150%, their costs would be capped at 7%. In other words, this is just like Obamacare, much like the Affordable Care Act did with health insurance. This bill backed better. Biden plan would have families paying for child care, according to a sliding income scale that designates what is affordable. The sliding scale imposed on consumers would reduce another incentive to provide to providers to control costs because they want to get every dime they can out of the taxpayers, which is a government check. To make matters worse, these subsidies for many families would not kick in for three years. Families that make below their state medium income would get subsidies that kick in right away, which would add significant demand to the child care market. And those families that don't really use, that don't already use licensed child care would immediately look to take advantage of the free child care for their kids. That would mean a surge in demand for care. And if supply can't keep up, price hikes or shortages will then follow which means another disaster. Families that make $1 above their state's medium income would be fully responsible for child care costs for another three years when the subsidies kick in for those making up to 250% to their medium income. And the entire program would cease to exist come 2027 unless a future Congress and president passed a law to extend it, which of course they will because people would lose their minds if they lost this. What the government's trying to do right now and the federal government's involvement in childcare, to private and public schools is nothing more than trying to control and raise your children and making it where it is easy for you to be irresponsible. And when they do it for free, it's going to come with a price. It may be vaccines. It may be the fact they try to indoctrinate your children. The list goes on and on. It's also buying votes. This is bribery. You try to get all the public children in poor communities and their parents addicted to your freebies and when you do it they'll never leave you because who would want to walk away from this right seriously who would want to walk away from this no one would no one would want to walk away from this you're getting free health care at a hundred percent coverage you're getting free schooling you're getting you know Free diapers, free cell phones, free subsidies for your home, your lights, your utilities. Now, granted, you're living in poverty, but at least you're not having to work. And you wonder why people are against this. It's a very simple reason why they're against this. Because people are realizing that when you start sending out this free money, that people are lazy. And the workers disappear. And it's impossible to run a business. And then you have to raise your prices because you have to pay insane wages to get anybody to even show up for work because all of the free crap that I just mentioned. This
0: has been brought to you by the fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5. New episode out now. You can listen wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Two thirds of Americans are at risk of experiencing a blackout. You could be one of them sitting in the dark and cold for hours, for days. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot power generators. So go to four, that's the number four, patriots.com slash Ben to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. So right now, go to four patriots.com slash Ben. That's the number four, patriots.com slash Ben. Now, the media says that a lot of the problem with this bill is just simple messaging, right? Libby Cantrill, head of public policy for investing firm Pimco, said, "Quote: The debate has centered on the bill's size and the price tag, and not on the substance of the package. So people really have very little idea what is actually in the bill." I don't think that's true at all. By the way, she says part of the urgency to pass something is it is for it to be able for it to be able for. Mark this again. He has three, two, one. Now, part of the urgency to pass something, she says, is to be able to tell everyone how great it is because clearly they need to be told. That's what the polling is telling us. And they're not. Why? Because you've got a president, and I go back to Joe Biden here. He hasn't sold this thing. This guy can't even talk about democracy without being a babbling idiot. And I'm not trying to be mean. I'm just being honest. Look at what he has done. Look at what he is saying. Listen to the words that actually come out of his mouth, right? I mean, when, when Biden is coughing and mumbling and slurring his words during a speech about democracy, what makes you think he can go out there and sell the American people on build back better? I don't think he can. Now, Biden has also been terrible at just talking about basic things like inflation. We have huge problems in this country with inflation. Let me just remind you of all the dumb things that he has said about inflation and those around him in the Biden administration. They said that actually printing more money should solve the inflation crisis, which is the exact opposite of what you do if you want to get inflation under control. We take inflation very seriously. Economists call
2: all these things transitory effects.
1: These one-time increases in prices are likely to have only transitory effects on inflation.
2: There will be transitory impacts uh, in the, uh, as it relates to inflation.
1: By the way, they're all lying to you. You hear all this, they're like, oh, it's only going to be a one-time price increase, right? There's only just a one-time price increase and it's going to go back to normal. Don't worry, that hasn't happened. All of them, the Treasury Secretary, the Chief of Staff, White House press secretary, the president, the vice president, they've all lied to you. Everything you just heard has not happened. I believe it's transitory. A temporary a transitory impact. In the end, it will be transitory.
2: These inflation uh, rises will be transitory, that they will come back down next year. Inflation is going to come down next year. Inflation will come down next year. of inflation, the overwhelming consensus is going to pop up a little bit and then go back down. People fully expect this inflation to be uh, t- uh Temporary. There's nobody suggesting there's unchecked inflation on the way.
1: No serious economists.
0: The president's Build Back Better agenda as a whole will ease some of that inflationary.
1: How? How would ease some of the inflationary rising, is, as Mayor Pete just said there? It won't. In fact, it will make inflation skyrocket, which is one of the concerns that so many economists are now saying right now. They're very concerned with it. They're saying that what you just heard is, in fact, not true. It's not accurate. The, the idea that this was just going to be a quick little bump up and then immediately it was going to come back down and then everything was going to be fine. They got all that wrong. And I think they knew they were getting it wrong. They just wanted to lie to you because they wanted to get this build back better bill passed immediately. Because they needed a win, they needed to score something big, and they needed people to be bribed to vote for them. They needed people to get these checks or auto deposits in their bank account every single month. So right before the midterm elections, you'd go, well, hell, I'm going to vote for the team that keeps giving me all this free money. And yet still, the American people are not in favor of this bill because people that do work are starting to get really angry. They're angry that other people are making money almost as much as they are by not doing anything at all. And they're angry that their tax dollars are going for this. They're angry about inflation. They're angry, angry about pricing. They're angry about the economy and what's happening right now. They're angry that their small businesses are being hurt because people aren't coming out to shop because their lockdowns and COVID and everything else they're doing. And they're angry that this administration is stupid enough to make that to actually say this crap that, oh, this is just a minor temporary inflation issue when it's clearly not
0: the president's build back better agenda as a whole will ease some of that inflationary pressure the
2: bipartisan infrastructure deal and build back better agenda could likely ease inflationary pressures it will ease longer term inflationary inflationary pressures we're going to ease inflationary pressure i don't think that these investments will drive up inflation at all build back better will not increase inflation the overall build back better vision Uh, is designed to reduce inflationary pressures. I have 17 Nobel laureates in economics sent me a letter recently saying that my proposals would actually reduce inflation. 17 Nobel laureate economists said that if we pass both of these plans, we would reduce inflation. 17 Nobel laureates in economics said it's going to lower inflation. 17 Nobel Prize winners in economics. 17 Nobel Prize winning economists. 15, 17 Nobel laureates. A total of uh, 14, I think it was 14, Nobel laureate economists. Since it is paid for, it would not Uh, increase inflation. Wages have gone up higher, faster than inflation. Monthly rates of inflation have already fallen substantially. If we pass the other two things I'm trying to get done, we will, in fact, reduce inflation, reduce inflation,
1: reduce inflation. None of this has come true. Now, this montage that has played you is is, is what they've been trying to sell you on this for an entire year. They've all been wrong for the last year none of this is accurate cdc coming out today fear-mongering you even more by the way with the economy saying that again the cdc director Woolinski, said this on cbs this morning shouldn't the messaging be though Rochelle, as we sit here there, because if we're going into year two people think we're waiting for you to sound the trumpets say it's all clear
2: we're not really going to get an all clear, are we? We just have to face the fact that we're going to have to live with this. True. I,
1: I think that that's probably too, true. But what I would say is we have a lot of control and power to do that as we come together, as we get vaccinated, as we do those prevention things that work to protect one another yeah. and ourselves Induendo. and our family. We can bring down the amount of disease in this country and get much faster to that place. Can I? So the CDC is now saying we, we're probably not going to shut down this virus. But we have a lot of control and power to bring down the amount of disease in this country. That's now the CDC's new thing. So you're going to be getting boosters indefinitely. So let's just recap here what's going on. Democrats are now focused on Mark Meadows' text messages saying that it's deeply, deeply revealing and deeply damning that they were getting text messages coming in from Fox News stars to him saying, you better shut down what's happening on January the 6th. This is is what they're actually focused on right now. The White House has got a president that can't even read a damn teleprompter. The Democrats are trying to figure out how to spend hyperinflation, inflation, and then they're trying to say, oh, it's just happening for a moment, and it's going to stop immediately. And now we're being told that COVID-19, which we already knew, was going to be around indefinitely, so they want more mandates on your kids when they go to school. And they want you to build back America better, even though it's actually not going to build back better anything. It's bribing people to vote for them. You look at what they're doing and what they're trying to do right now. The Democrats desperately need the Build Back Better plan to go through for one reason. So at least they have 40% of the country on the take directly from the Democratic Party. That's what they need. Okay, that's all that they need. They just need 40% of you. That's it. Just 40%. And if they can get the 40% of you that are addicted to their form of a drug, an addictive drug which is money popping in your bank account each and every month, then that is it. That's all they need. Game over. Victory. Right? That's that is the victory. That is a whole ball game, folks that's everything that's all they need you to do just do that that's why they're trying to do it that's why they're obsessed with it that's why they're focused on it. that's why they're trying to get this to happen all of this build back better America is not about building back America it's about bribing America bribing Americans enough Americans to vote for them and their policies that's all they're doing I hope everyone of you that listens to our podcast will please hit the subscribe or auto download button right now, number one, and hit that little forward button. Text this to your family and friends so they can hear this. Help us expose what they're doing with the Biden administration. Please hit that share button and share this on social media as well. And I'll see you back here tomorrow.